if you never heard of the cha-cha slide in high school, this one might be tough for you. I was low-key kidding about that, but if you have ever been in my class, you've heard me say kickball change, one-two step, and on a chacot passe, let's go. I'm talking about dancing, and it doesn't have a lot to do with the podcast, but just learning how to dance in the chaos. Welcome back. If this is your first time stumbling upon the podcast, Mads Tads Beyond the Bike, I am your host, Maddie Madison, aka Mads Tads. <laughs> I'm going to have to take that one all the way to the grave with me, I tell you. But if this is your very first time stumbling upon it, I do always suggest that you go back and listen to previous episodes, especially the first episode, because it kind of gives you the whole backstory of how I got from A to Z and all that good stuff. But Super excited to have you if you are a first-time listener, and also welcome back if you are a devout weekly listener. This week, I just wanted to do a little short session, you know, uh, and talk about something that I've been saying a lot lately, and I've been catching myself saying it a lot lately. And I said it in class one day, I don't really remember, like, what was happening, or it's just been speaking to me lately because, you know, we're coming up on a year of being in quarantine and pandemic and the world really shutting down and changing and lots of, you know, uncontrollable circumstances. And I don't know how this came into my mind, but I said, you have to be in your chaos in order to learn how to dance in it. And another version of that is you got to be in the chaos for a little while before you figure out how to dance in it. And you can use a lot of analogies. You could say you have to be in the storm. You have to be in your storm in order to figure out how to uh, dance in the storm. You could say you got to be in like the choppy, scary water before you figure out how to swim in it. You got to kind of settle into your surroundings or the ouchies or uncomfies or lean in a little more to those uncomfortable situations or those things that are going to eventually help you to grow. But the initial <laughs> like submerge, the initial deep dive in is going to feel chaotic and crazy. Like a year into the pandemic, it doesn't feel as chaotic and crazy as it did literally one year ago to the day because we've been in it. We've figured out how to maneuver. We're kind of it's it's a we're well past getting our feet wet when it comes to this wild crazy unpredictable insane world that we're living in right it makes me also think of the saying you got to be in your shit to figure your shit out basically and so I think there's this notion lately, and I hear it, it's been coming up a lot of fear around being a beginner, uh, not wanting to try new things because people are just scared. It's just, it's always comes back to that fear of the unknown, fear of being judged, fear of being a beginner. And it's so crazy because when we're little, we don't ever think about that. And then as adults, we just cannot 
wrap our heads around embracing the suck of being a beginner and embracing the chaos and being a little shaky and not really knowing what's the next step, but being willing to just take any step in any direction instead of being stuck in our own analysis paralysis of like, and breaking it down and trying to systematically figure it out before we actually put our body like into the situation. And it's just something that's coming up a lot lately that I've been thinking about of this whole be okay with being a beginner and not being great at something and just doing it for the fun of it. Just showing up and being willing, being brave enough to even step up to the plate is is enough. And if you strike out, so what? Like at least you're taking swings. At least you're going for it. At least you're showing up. At least you're being in your shit. At least you're like being in the chaos of what it feels feels like to be brand new and not have a grasp on anything, but having the courage, the bravery to actually like step up to the plate and take a freaking swing. And you can use that metaphor for so much in life and be it jobs, like literally anything like this transverses beyond all, all the things, all the jobs, all the careers, all the playgrounds, like, like whatever. But just something I've picked up a lot lately and, you know, I'll get questions like, well, how are you so confident or how do you, how are you so great at this or how do you do that? And I'm like, well, I didn't know how to do that. Take this podcast for instance. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I bought a mic on Amazon and I was like, okay, well, what can I use to edit a podcast? All right, GarageBand. I hadn't touched GarageBand since college when I went to school for music and would mess around with it, you know, making songs in a dorm room or in like the underground like music quarters of Belmont and open that back up and just started playing around. And not every episode is going to be perfect. Sometimes I hit publish and I'm like, holy shit, I hope that resonates with someone because I'm super unsure about it, but I am going to consistently show up and try to be better and try to keep chipping away at this thing so that I can eventually get to where I want to go. It's like the small steps, radical change. I think one of the best mental visualizations I've ever received about consistently consistency and showing up and being willing to go again and again and again remember we go again I love that saying is a tree like you don't walk up to a giant tree in the forest and take one swing with an axe and think the tree's gonna fall over and that goes with anything. So you have to hit the tree in the same spot over and over and over and over again until eventually, sometimes faster, sometimes slower, the tree will fall over. And I don't know why, but when I close my eyes and I think of that, it it really makes sense to me when it comes to consistency. Why can I not say that word today? And constantly showing up to, and, and being willing to like keep going, like stay in it, stay the, stay the course, stay the course, stay for the magic. These are all like a lot of things that are reoccurringly coming up and things I've been saying a lot. And it really all comes back to, are you willing to kind of like be in the chaos of it all? Are you willing to kind of be in this, like a little nervous? Are you willing to go to, I'm not saying now because we're still in pandemic mode, but when we open back up, perhaps, are you willing to go to a random freaking uh, Eventbrite uh, 
panel by yourself and actually hold conversation with someone you've never met before and you sit next to them and you might make eye contact with them? Or are you willing to go to that other fitness class that is so out of your comfort zone and maybe you're on a reformer and you are laughing the whole time because you're like, how can I be so good at one form of physical fitness and so bad at another form and just like laugh through it and kind of just laugh through the being a beginner, being a newbie, embracing the suck because that is the only way you get good at anything. And for whatever reason, we have this like thing in us now. Like we just don't want to start. There's such a resistance to not being perfect. I personally will hammer home that it's, it's all goes back to social media. Like we just think everyone's an overnight success. Now we just think that everybody has their shit together all the time. We just think that there is this giant red easy button for everything now. And everybody wants it to be that way. They just want to be that overnight success. Oh, I went to set like corporate to seven figure small business owner overnight. I'm like, you didn't see what that girl did for the last 15 years or that guy did for the last 15 years. That was behind the scenes before Instagram and TikTok and all this other clubhouse, all this other bullshit even existed. Like you didn't even see their grind. And now you're like, oh, overnight success. Like, no. So I think that we have to really sometimes pull back the veil like I always think of the Wizard of Oz right so the great and powerful Oz like I feel like that's how we look at situations sometimes and really we have to pull the curtain back and see it for what it is you know the man behind there touching all the buttons and running all the things and running around the great and powerful Oz has spoken It's really just you grinding away and everybody else sees this big, giant, glamorous, glossy, whatever it is, and you're really running around behind the curtain like a chicken with your head cut off and or if you've learned how to delegate, maybe you have a team of people helping you out. But I think we have to really break down this whole like stigma around it happening fast and it happening flawlessly and it happening overnight because... That is the biggest crock of bullshit. Is it crock of bullshit? Crack of bullshit? I don't know. That could possibly exist. And the more we kind of see see it for what it is, the better off we'll be in our lives to actually step up and show up even when we're not perfect, even when the picture doesn't look quite right and be willing to keep honing in on the craft and keep tweaking and keep fixing and keep working and keep filtering and keep figuring it out. It's kind of like this constant like claymation that we're just working. Like I think of like the spinning clay pot, like you're always kind of poking and prodding and trying to figure out how to make it better, how to make the final finished product better. Even myself, like I'm never done. I don't consider myself done. I don't, you know, I'm constantly buying new mics and trying new things and okay, let's try this. Or what if that works better? Like You have a certain set way of how you do things and you have to try new things because how do you not, how will you ever figure out if there's a better way out there, if there's a better due process, if you aren't constantly in the business of bettering yourself in some way, shape or form, in some business, in some project, in some side hustle, in some sport, in some recreational thing, in a hobby and whatever it is. It's like we have to constantly be seekers of what is beyond the realm of what we know. Boom. (laughs) 
boom, woo, and take a breath. Um, so it's just something to think about and something I've been like massively picking up on lately. Like you don't just learn this shit overnight and you really got to be in your crap sometimes. You really got to sometimes grind it out and be in the thick of it and have the late nights and the, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've just like gotten so frustrated that I just start crying and then you have to, okay, you have that little moment, you cry it out, get it out and then you move on and you say, okay, well, what can I do to prevent this? What can I do to make sure that that whole hour episode saves and I didn't just completely lose that audio file (laughs) or how do I figure out, you know, oh, that felt really crappy when I took that class. Like how can I work on my form or what can I do outside to build myself up stronger? Or, oh, I take class, you know, I take that fitness class seven times a week and my knee's hurting me. Well, maybe you need to focus on the recovery. It's like kind of taking a step back, taking a step back and really being in it for a second. Okay, I'm in it. I'm doing it. I'm here. We're doing the thing. But also being willing to like, okay, like this is how it is. I think, how do I make it better? How do I tweak it? All right. And then you get a little more comfortable and you're like, okay, all right, what's the next level of bettering? What's the next level? Like what, how do I keep leveling up from here? And then all of a sudden you become an expert, an expert in your field, in your like zone of genius. And you get there and everybody wants to ask you the questions like, how did it happen? Oh my gosh, like everything. And you're like, wait, I hold up, hold up. This took a while. This took a while. Like this didn't just freaking happen. This didn't just plop in my lap like a little like cockapoo. Like it didn't just happen like that. It took consistency. It took like a level of, I would say, confidence and bravery to show up on the bad days and when you don't have it perfect and you know it's not perfect, but being like, I got to keep going and and pressing publish when you're really unsure and pressing play on a playlist that you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but Godspeed. Or like me this past Sunday, my computer just doesn't work for the dirty double survivor 1045 and like completely freaking out, like not like not even being able to be like fathom what it was going on. And then somehow, okay, like we're just going to plug in the aux and we'll do it this way and we'll play the music off our phone and hopefully nobody FaceTimes in. And I give, I had to step back after that and be like, not only do I give my team so much credit, I'm surrounded by such an awesome team that supports me, but also I've been in that situation before of the music going out and the bike flipping over or like, you know, all the, and the bikes never flipped over. I just made that up. But like, I've been in that chaos before so I could handle that level of chaos a little better than maybe if this was four years ago and I, or five years ago now, whatever years ago now, and I was brand new and the lights went out or the like music went out or the backup system went out or whatever it was. It's like every time you go through a situation, you get better and you're better off for having gone through it and figuring it out and figuring out the one, two step cha-cha slide. And then all of a sudden you're like dancing through chaotic situations or dancing through situations that you would have had just like no freaking clue what was going on before. And in that, you got to give yourself a lot of credit. I always say, don't look behind you. Like don't stare in the rare view mirror. Like don't glamorize the past, but 
or, you know, be angry at your past or be upset when you see like an old picture of yourself and you feel triggered. But I always say like, sometimes it's good to glance in the rear view mirror just to see how far you've come. Sometimes you'll get like a picture on Facebook or, you know, Facebook has this way of like reminding us what we were doing a decade ago, sometimes two decades ago, which is really scary or, you know, almost two decades ago. And I like, like trigger reaction. I see, I'm like, Oh God, like, what was I saying? What was I doing? And it's also like, you have to give yourself the grace and the forgiveness of meeting yourself where you were at at that time. And then also look at how far you've come and give yourself some freaking credit because it takes a seriously brave, seriously grounded person to be able to be like, wow, I am so not there And I'm so glad I was willing to do the work and seek out the advice and go to the, you know, retreat and find the coach and do the personal development and do all this stuff and take that class and go to that panel and do all the things to get me from point A to point C. Not sure if that's making sense, but I think there is this whole glamorization around just getting it overnight, overnight success. Perfectionism is more out of control now than ever, like truly out of control now than ever. And it's hindering people from going after their greatest goals and dreams because we're so resistant to feeling awkward or scared or uncomfortable and like being a beginner when really the the juice, the secret sauce is being being in your shit and embracing the absolute suckage of not knowing WTF is going on, but being willing to still show up and swing for the fences, as we say, full effing send. And I honestly think that that is where you figure out how to dance in your chaos by constantly showing up, by constantly being willing to be a beginner and laugh at the trials and tribulations of all the things in between and, and, and find those moments of just hilarity where you're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here and I'm showing up and I'm doing the best I can and I'm having a good time doing it. That is really, that's the secret sauce. If you can master that, I think you can master anything in this life. Yeah, that's it. Short, sweet, simple, just like a little tidbit thought. I hope you took a nugget. I hope you took a little note. Maybe you wrote it down on a post-it, put it on your mirror, put it on your like the your driver's side or your center console or whatever you need to to carry you aloft into the week. Happy International Women's Day. I would not be where I am without so many awesome women in leadership roles throughout my life and just blazing the path for each and every one of us to come. So if there's any advice I could give to anyone listening today beyond what I've already said, it is reach out and grab someone's hand who might not be where you are or up to speed with where you are. It's always nice to have somebody reach out and and pull you up. And I think of being a leader as a woman, as someone who is always trying to reach out and pull people up and link arms with someone and, and get them up to the hill with you. And I say another thing in class, a lot, a lot, a lot, there's room at the top 
for everyone. So why not just reach out your hand, grab someone and take them on the journey with you. Again, you'll be better off for having done that than not having done it at all. I hope that helps. I truly adore you. If you like this podcast, if it resonated with you, this little episode gave you a little hoo-hoo to go into your week. Share it with someone who might need it. Sending lots of love to everyone out there. And as I always finish off, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.